Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Now see, that's the part that I used to always get to say. The Christ is risen indeed part. So I feel so blessed to be able to stand up here before you and say the first part. Because I'm here. Pastor Becca Babin, super excited to welcome you to Easter at Sunrise Service. So Christ is risen. I was doing something that actually had nothing to do with Jesus, or so I thought. I was listening to something completely unrelated, but you know what? Jesus showed up. It's a story you might be familiar with yourself. It's actually about a murder trial. Oh wait, there's a connection with Jesus too. Maybe you've heard of it, Serial. It's a podcast I've been listening to. My husband actually got me hooked on it. And it's about a whole bunch of witnesses that have been interviewed by Sarah Koenig. And during the course of these interviews, I saw a connection, a connection with the way that humans interacted. And they interacted this way today, a decade ago, and humans actually acted this way 2,000 years ago. The way that humans have interacted with one another has been the same since humans were. Isn't that amazing? The way that we tell stories is still the same. And I wanted to point out something, something that I thought was really interesting. It's hard to account for your time. And that's what Sarah Koenig brings up. She says, what did you do? last week, last month, on a particular day. Let's choose last Friday. How did you get to work? Did you go to work? Did you go to school? Did you drive? Did you walk? Are you sure? Did you go to any stores that day? Did you see any people that day? Who did you talk to? It's hard to account for what you did in a very meticulous way. Name every person you talked to. That's really hard. So I thought I'd try it out. I asked some teenagers to help me out. This is Peyton and Thayer and Glover. They're gonna join me up. So Thayer, what did you do last Friday? Well, I think I was at Kari's house, but I can't be sure. I mean, I probably went to school, but I think we didn't have school that day. So I probably just went to Kari's house and hung out with her. But on, I don't really think I know. So this is Thayer. She's 13 years old. And she's not particularly sure exactly what she did that day. Maybe hung out with her friend Kari. So we asked Peyton the same question. I don't remember nothing. That was so long ago. Last Friday. Do you all remember what you did? No. no. So this is Glover. He seems to have a little bit more recollection, I'm hoping. Well, I think I went to play later that night. I'm pretty sure I did. Did you go with anybody in particular, or what did you see? Uh, yes, I went with my friend Luke, another friend William, another friend William, my sisters, their friends, and a whole bunch of other people. So you went with your sisters to see a play. These same sisters, <laughs> Peyton and there that are before us today, that they said they were hanging out with Kari. Well, no, I'm pretty sure I went with them, but it might have been another night. <laughs> Did you maybe go see Little Shop of Horrors? Yes, yeah, I that saw was, that one. That was two weeks ago. So a different uh, Friday night, maybe. It's a little rough. 
You see, accounting for your time is a hard thing to do. And psychologically, I think there's a, something about a mental block. We're just not quite sure exactly what we've done or who we've talked to, unless something really memorable happens that day. And that was, that's what Sarah Koenig comes up to. If there's something that happened that was really memorable that day, then the events become very clear. And it actually colors the rest of your day. And so if you saw somebody in particular, or there was a big event, or I was talking with the triplets and they said, oh yeah, we, it was a week and a half ago, you all went on a plane to do something. And they were able to vividly remember that account, very clear. And Glover even told, retold me some of the jokes that he told his sisters that they didn't find funny, but I pretended to laugh because I'm a pastor. <laughs> 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 and so this is where we find ourselves in this story Luke chapter 24 and they're going to read it for us but on the first day of the week at early dawn they came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared they found the stone rolled away from the tomb but when they went in they did not find the body while they were perplexed about this suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember he told you, while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told them this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The word, the word of, God of God for all the people of God. God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Amen. When I was younger, I had a passion for writing. And I wanted to write everything down. And so I bought these pretty little notebooks. It was the 1990s, so we didn't have laptops back then. But pretty notebooks and gel pens. <laughs> I was an inspired writer. And so every day I would sit down with my notebook and wait for inspiration to hit. And some days I'd wait, and I'd wait, and I'd wait. But when I saw a beautiful thing, I was there and able to write it down. When I saw a frustrating thing, I was there able to write it down. When I saw a cute boy, I was able to write that one down too. When I thought of a funny joke, I was able to write that down. It's so important to be able to write things down, especially when it catches you and it's inspiring. Some people have photographic memories. Some people have those memories that are attached to their brains. I'm not one of those people, so I like to write it down. And I love that we have the Bible because this is a memory. And I love that it was written down. The scripture today, it's painting a picture. It's an elaborate, beautiful picture about how there were women who go to the grave and find that Jesus is not there. I'm just gonna leave it right there that the women were the ones that were the first preachers of the gospel.
I feel very blessed to be bringing you the same news 2,000 years later. Women were the first to preach the gospel, the good news. And ever since Easter, the world has been changed, hasn't it? I mean, that's why you all are sitting here right now. Your lives have been changed. It's undeniable. You're here really early on a Sunday morning in the middle of March, and it's a little cold, but we're here celebrating the risen Lord. We're here celebrating who God is in our lives and how much God loves us. And the truth of that is, is that we need to tell other people about it. And so we have the events of the scripture. We've got the women and they go to the tomb and they find that Jesus isn't there. And they're afraid, terrified as a matter of fact, terrified as a matter of fact. Now, did you catch it? The women were standing there and they didn't remember. Actually, did you also catch it twice? When the women went back and told all of the events that had happened, the men, the disciples, didn't remember either. And that leads me to think, why is it that our memories just seem so fuzzy? I mean, Jesus had all of this time to explain to them, to teach them, to be with them, to heal people. And yet, their memory was fuzzy when it needed to be sharp. Why is it that? And our psychological thought processes could go on and on behind that, but I'm not sure. But what I do know is that I never want to forget that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I never want to forget. I never want to be caught off guard like these women. And I know I might be, but wow, why did their memories have to be jogged by and I'm a little confused about this. There's an angel slash in some gospels, it's a gardener, but also in some gospels and this one in particular, it's a man in dazzling white clothes. I don't know about your gardeners, but my gardeners do not wear dazzling white clothes, nor should they, <laughs> but they're there. And he says, don't you remember? Jesus was with you just a day ago. And he said, that he would die and rise again. So why are you so surprised? And the women, they took this, they remembered right at that very moment and they took it and they went and talked to the disciples and they said, this is the same thing that happened. He's not there. And they were confused. And they said, don't you remember? And at that moment they did, they remembered. And so at this moment, I tell you right now, don't you remember? Don't you remember all of the amazing things that Jesus has done in your life? All of the stories that you've heard about Jesus transforming other people's lives? What has happened in your life? And what has held you back from recognizing Jesus? I think that's the more important question that I want to ask of you this morning, and we're not going to answer it. But what has held you back from recognizing who Jesus is? You're here at this tomb, metaphorically. 
and you see that Jesus isn't there and it just doesn't click, why not? Is it something that you've gone through? Is it a relationship that you have? Is it a, oh, after this one project gets done? Is it something at school that's happened? Is it something in the workplace? Is it your marriage? Is it a friendship? Is it a cancer? Is it a divorce? Is it a bully? What's your inability to not recognize Jesus in your life and the power that Jesus could have? And I invite you today and any day to recognize who Jesus is and to remember. And so let's talk about some of the ways that we can continue to do that and to get past that. Because I'll be honest with you, there will be days when you just can't remember and when you don't recognize that Jesus is there in your life. But we can do things, we can show up. And I go back to my original illustration of write it down. Get in the word. This book right here is a place for you to find out more about God and to know where God shows up and to recognize where God shows up and to think, where are the moments where God is? Write it down yourself. Journal. Sing a song. Paint a picture. Draw a picture. Put it on your refrigerator. Be in the word. It's the most important thing we can do. And the last thing we can do is we can pray. We can take a moment and remember. Don't let life just keep on passing you by. Maybe you're doing your shopping list in your head right now or thinking about all of the things that you need to prepare. Okay, you put the ham in the oven in exactly two hours and it'll be ready and you put the Brussels sprouts in right after that and then everybody's gonna show up and as long as you give them a glass of something to drink, then they'll be at bay for a while. Don't think about those things. <coughs> be here, be in the moment. So let's take a moment and be in the moment. We're in the most beautiful park that I know. Look up and see the beautiful trees. The sun will peek through the gloomy sky soon. Listen to the birds who are joyfully waking up with us this morning. Look behind you, there's a beautiful rose garden back there. Did you see that? Let's take a moment for silence to recognize where God is in our life and to push out that barrier of what keeps us from recognizing him and to remember. Would you pray with me? Oh Lord, our God, we love you so much. It is unbelievable <coughs> how much you love us. It is unbelievable how human we are and sometimes we just can't get it. We don't recognize it. Take away our blinders. Make us not lost anymore. Make us realize how loved we are. Be with us as we go forward. Be beside us as you walk with us. Push us and watch over us. Oh Lord, our God, thank you so much. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen.